It is SNY.TV's The Juice on the Cuse podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Today on the Juice on the Cuse podcast on SNY.TV, we'll be talking about the end of the Syracuse lacrosse season and the upcoming Final Four. I'm Wes Chang, and I'll be joined later by Brad Bierman, and our guest today is SNY and ESPN's Eamon McEnany. Eamon, it is a pleasure to have you back on the program. Uh Thanks. It's nice to be on. Good to talk across with you. Eamon, I will get you started on this one. Syracuse was knocked out of the NCAA tournament by number one Maryland on Saturday. What happened to the Orange in this game? Uh, well, first of all, I think big picture, the committee did not give them, do them any favors making them the eighth seed. I think they should have been the sixth, and uh, Marquette should have been the eighth. I don't think it would have changed the first-round matchup, but certainly you want to avoid playing Maryland right now. I think even though Notre Dame beat Syracuse by ten goals earlier this year, I'm sure I'm sure Syracuse would have rather faced Notre Dame in the quarterfinals right now than Maryland. So I think they just ran into the best team in the country right now. I think Maryland's the most complete team, and I think Syracuse was, uh, you know, even though they dominated the face-offs, they had a hard time getting by Kyle Burnlaw in that Maryland defense, and I don't think Evan Malloy played his best game. Uh, he's been much better down the stretch since getting the starting job. So I think those were the two biggest factors in the defeat. Amen. As the saying goes, death taxes and Syracuse playing on Memorial Day weekend. Is it time we revisit this saying with all the parody in college lacrosse? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously. I mean, that was a unbelievable. First of all, let's put that streak in perspective. I mean, I- I'm throwing a blank on how many years it was. I think it was 22 where you go to the Final Four. I mean, that's just absurd. I mean, I-, I don't care that, you know, the world that the that you know college lacrosse hadn't grown that much by then. That's still absurd, not to stub your toe. And as you mentioned, for those fans up in central New York, just a book Memorial Day around the Final Four. But certainly it is. I mean, you see it now. I mean, it was the last time they went, 2013. Uh, it's going to be – it's not It's not locked anymore. It's not a lock for anyone. We used to think it was a lock for Duke when they went eight straight times under John Donowski. Now they've lost in the first round two years in a row. So uh, these other teams are getting good players. You take a look at Loyola because of the early recruiting – you still have a guy like Pat Spencer, a late bloomer out there, and he's the best freshman in the country. Might be the best player right now in the country with Evan, uh, Dylan Malloy hurt. So I just think that uh, absolutely it is no longer a given for Syracuse to pencil themselves into the Final Four. Amy, let's move to Final Four weekend. Maryland will play Brown in one semifinal, and North Carolina will play Loyola in the other. Were you surprised that North Carolina, seeded 10th, is playing in the Final Four? I am. I honestly am. I, I did not think they'd beat Notre Dame a second time, but clearly they were playing with a purpose in that game. They were the better team. They dominated uh, Notre Dame. That score, uh, the game was a lot more lopsided than the final score uh, would indicate. Uh, they were playing for a purpose. They were motivated, and uh, they took care of the Irish. I, I did not think that would happen two times in a row. I, I thought Notre Dame uh, would be the more disciplined team and would find a way to win and get back to the Final Four, but you got to credit the Tar Heels. They jumped all over Notre Dame early and often and uh, were flat-out dominant. So I am a little surprised, but after the way they played on that Sunday in Columbus, you shouldn't have been because they were just awesome. Eamon, who is the team that you were most surprised about that didn't make championship weekend? Yeah, I think it's Denver. Even though I did pick Loyola to get to the Final Four, I think the fact that Denver went out uh, in the first round still a surprise. I know Towson's a good team, and I saw them in person Sunday, uh, so it's not a complete shock. But I, I just am, uh, you know, certainly I'm taking it back to Denver's season ended in the first round against Towson. With all that offensive firepower and still the experience from a team that won the championship a year ago, uh, I thought Denver would be playing Loyola in Columbus, and I thought that was going to be a great game. 
Eamon, we will get you out of here on this one. Who is your pick to win the NCAA championship this year? Well, I mean, I think you got to go chalk right now. Maryland's just the most complete team. I think uh, they're going to have their hands full with Brown's running game, even if Dylan Malloy can't find a way to get out there. I think Will Garrell will be a tremendous X factor in the face-off game because Maryland's been able to win games so far down the stretch, but they haven't dominated in the face-off game. But Garrell's a different animal because he can score on his own. And if he wins it straight or wins it out front and creates a fast break, Maryland's going to have to make a decision. Do we slide off of Garrell and leave one of these sharpshooters uh, open, or do we let and see if uh, Kyle Burnlor can stop the faceoff man? Because he has he did it to Virginia, and he did it to Johns Hopkins in the first round. Just when you think you have that faceoff game figured out, he can go right down uh, Broad Street and score. But I just think this is Maryland's year right now. I think top to bottom, they have no weakness. Their defense is a fortress of solitude with big, rangy, athletic guys who have been around the block, and they have a first-team All-American in the cage. And their offense is more dynamic this year than it's been in recent recent memory. I think uh, Matt Rambo at attack and uh, Brian Cole up top finding people. I think they're a very impressive offensive unit. I just think they're the most complete team right now. I think it would be a different story with Brown if – Dylan Malloy was healthy. I think Dylan Malloy's going to win the Tourton Award, and certainly uh, it'd be a different Brown Bear team on Saturday if their best player was healthy. Uh, if he can't go, I think Maryland's going to eat that one out, and then I think they take care of whoever they face on Memorial Day, Loyola or North Carolina. Eamon, thanks again for coming on. Again, Eamon McEnany from SNY and ESPN. Great job as always. Enjoy the Final Four this weekend. We'll speak with you soon. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on. It's always a pleasure to speak to our friend Eamon McEnany, and I'm now joined over the phone by the Juice Online Editor-in-Chief and my very good friend, Brad Bierman. Brad, how are you today? I'm doing well, Wes. Thank you. Brad, Syracuse with a 13-7 loss to Maryland on Saturday. Was it simply the better team winning, or was it something else? I certainly think Maryland was the better team, but make no mistake, Syracuse had quite a few missed opportunities, especially in the first half of this game when it was a lot closer some bad shot selection on defense some lapses alternating between man and zone and kind of getting into the slides and going after Maryland's very talented attackmen and uh, Evan Malloy in the goal was probably not his sharpest effort of the season so when you tally all of that up you can't afford to have not your A game against the number one seed in the tournament Maryland's certainly uh, deserving of that seed and they're certainly playing a uh, very good lacrosse uh, but Syracuse had their chances, just couldn't capitalize. Brad, let's look ahead to next season now. Syracuse is losing three of its top six goal scorers in Dylan Donahue, Tim Barber, and Derek DeJoe. Is next year a rebuilding year or a reloading year? I would say a reloading year, Wes, but the problem is nationally everybody now is reloading. And you look at the top eight seeds in the uh, NCAA tournament this year, I don't see a big fall off off the top of my head when I look at the Denvers, the Notre Dames, uh, the Maryland's, uh, Brown in the Ivy League, uh, certainly Loyola playing excellent lacrosse in the Final Four this year. So with all the talent spread around, players coming from states we couldn't imagine just a decade ago, everybody's reloading. So that's part of the, the overall picture with the parity. So when Syracuse used to reload, they had a talent edge. That talent edge certainly is what it used to be in the glory years of the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Brad, I asked this question to Eamon before, and I'll ask you, death taxes in Syracuse playing on Memorial Day weekend, is it time we revisit this saying with all the parody in college lacrosse? So much parody, 
Uh, look, two teams from Colorado were in the NCAA tournament this year. A team from Wisconsin was in the NCAA tournament this year. So it's only going to continue. When I was looking at the recruiting lists uh, for the top programs, seeing the states represented, it's not only now California, uh, Georgia, uh, Texas. So, yeah, parity everywhere. And unfortunately, uh, when Syracuse makes the Final Four now, it's going to be a special season, Wes, no longer like it used to be. Brad, we're right at the end of our show. Your closing thoughts. I say, how can the ACC and Big Ten not come up with a new matchup for Syracuse in the ACC Big Ten Challenge? The last thing any Orange fan Wes wants to see is a rematch with Wisconsin, this time at Madison. I know Syracuse should be playing Michigan State in this series, but the problem is both teams are on the same year uh, home and away cycle. Michigan State travels to Duke in this year's uh, uh, event. But Syracuse should have been playing at Maryland this year and Pitts at Maryland. They should have gone to Wisconsin. No need to have a duplicate back-to-back years in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Absolutely, Brad. We are all tired of Wisconsin by now. (laughs) Brad, my closing thoughts are on the women's lacrosse team, which defeated USC 12-11 in overtime in the quarterfinals of the NCAA tournament over the weekend. It is the fifth straight year that the women's team is headed to the final weekend, and perhaps this year is the year they win it all. They've got a top all-time nemesis, Maryland. One and nine all-time against the Terps. Lost by five goals in the regular season. I'll be the first one to applaud this team if they can knock off Maryland Friday night in the semifinals. That's it for us for Brad Bierman. This is Wes Chang reminding you that I need to develop some patience immediately. You've been listening to the Juice and the Cues podcast on SNY.TV, and we'll see you next time. This has been the Juice and the Cues podcast, part of the SNY.TV audio network. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 